but we're passing a million listens. So it's nothing too formal, but it's fun. Yo, it's your girl, DJ Narc. What's up? I'm back. Um, if you guys don't know, DJ Narc, just to let you in on what that is, um, is a um, non-specific gendered alter ego that I have. You said you're a Capricorn. I grew up with three brothers. Nice. Um, and had to wear all their clothes, you know, um, right. and watch all their shit. Right. And so all I grew up with was guy shit. Right. And so I've always felt like I had a slight gender issue. And when I'm around guys, it comes out more. Okay. So welcome. Hey. 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 Okay, let's go around the table. You can just do a little hi, and then we'll get into why we're here, and we'll just kind of let the conversation flow. Yes. Very good. So, go ahead. You. Me. All right. (laughs) So, my name is Chris Schwartz. I um, am one of the directors at Medicine Woman Group, and um, we deal with cannabis, make products, sell products. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm here. So you are a vertically integrated cannabis company. Yes. So we do everything from. The, the vision to the design to the manufacturing and packaging, which I think Jason will talk about a little bit, um, give his background on what he's done mm-hmm. in the past and why he's really good at what he does now, mm-hmm. making sure that the look of the product is um, consistent with what it actually makes you feel like too. So you mm-hmm. someone looks at the package and says, okay, this that's what it is, and it's consistent all the way through the entire um, the process. Mm-hmm. So, what end of it are you? If Jason is the packaging, and we'll get there, what what part do you? My role as a partner is more um, kind of the ten thousand foot view of okay. where we are, where we're going, what relationships make sense for us, okay, and that fit in with our um, with our vision. So, combining the visions, so mm-hmm. they kind of bring me relationships and. There's a lot of people that want to get into this. That, that was my from, next question. From celebrities to businessmen. Sure. And they think that they have the, the formula. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing this for a while now, so we know what works and what doesn't. You know the formula. And we know the formula. And the formula always isn't always, um, were they Disney stars as a kid? <laughs> <laughs> so they have a big following. Yeah. Because that might not... Translate. Translate into this market. Yeah. What so, does translate? I think I think what translates is, um, I think just someone that uh, a product that's true. So the ones that sit on sit on our shelves, mm-hmm. and stepping back and looking at everything, the ones that don't sell and even the marketing doesn't seem to um, to help is um, the ones where I know on the back end the people behind it aren't really being honest about why they're doing it or what it is so you know they'll say this is the best products on the market and that's what everyone says we're going to do this type of box and make it the premium brand yeah and i know on the back end that's not and those products don't translate so there is some spiritual element that where i'm trying to i'm I'm drawing a picture here so hold that thought and let's move now so please introduce yourself and move a little closer and let's all speak a little bit louder i go by d in the industry at d the kid on all platforms um i work with (coughs) chris and jason doing the product development for the brands i've been in the industry for around 20 years traditional and green Prior, during the medical market, I had about 
five dispensaries. I worked doing branding. I created the Gaudi Golds for Corrupt. Um, I also ran Corrupt Moon Rocks for about a year in California, Nevada. Linked up with this team. Seemed like a good, good fit. And we've been going ever since. Okay. <coughs> I'm just going to mention that he's a Capricorn and he's covered in tattoos. I don't even know if he's single, but I'm just going to put it out there because y'all are hoes. Married. I know you want to know. The hoes get mad if you don't tell them. Um, because they're going to see pictures of you later and be like, you didn't tell us he was also fine if you had told us before we started listening. Okay. So you have a lot of experience. Right. Was it's, it dangerous? It's fun. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no. People can see my Like back in the day. Back in the day. It was dangerous, right? Yeah, it was way, way, way different than it is now. Yeah. It's what, what, what kind of stinks now from what I'm hearing and I'm seeing mm-hmm. on a lot of social media platforms is that it is going back to that dangerous aspect of it. How? Because of the transition. Okay. With the push of the green market, it's creating a larger black market. Yeah. Ah, okay. Which is kind of bringing the element that the green market's trying to get out more prevalent. Right. Except now you have a constant supply. Right. So now it's... Now with the green market, it's a lot better for actual consumers. Right. Because people who want to just go and get a joint or get something like that. They know where to go. It's a safe place. It's not only a safe place, but it's a safe product. Right. Exactly. tested. Clean. The most stringent testing in this industry of anything on the green side. So if it's on the shelf, it's safe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you that's a good point. In backyard making your cartridge, or somebody in their garage making. I think I've smoked a few cartridges that really were made in somebody's fucking garage because. Yeah. What do they cut it with? Right. Yeah. What, Who knows? So it's just like yeah. It's a lot of a lot of variables. Okay. <laughs> so in too. that time that you've been doing this, and the market has changed, and now it feels like it's changing back. What would you say if I said to you? that I feel like the 80s are back. Yeah. <laughs> you vibe yeah, with that, right? You yeah, feel that? Yeah, like the I, way I, I that meth is and the way that like... The way with, with all the other disgusting stuff on the street. Like opiates is like crack, right? Like we're there. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, like Reagan is like thing. Trump, right? Like we're More there. More or less, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same program that was run then. And the... One of the greatest things about the cannabis becoming legal is that it is rearing those markets. There's a lot of studies are showing opiate use is down in a lot of states where cannabis has gone legal, Good recreational, and medical. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's the big thing that I, <coughs> I personally see that's the benefit to the full push of legalization. Yeah. Like over the last couple of days, major things have happened. Legalization in New York. Yeah. Um, exportation from Oregon. Those yeah. are huge, huge things for the market, huge. for people who are suffering from the yeah. more or less the 80s epidemic that's going on right now. And shout out Trump for making hemp legal yep. because holy fucking shit. I <laughs> Nobody else did it. Fu- <laughs> I can't believe he fucking did it. Okay, let's move along and then we'll make it into a group conversation. Please, now, the man of the hour, please introduce yourself. <laughs> the man of the hour, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm Jason Hoey and I'm the brand manager. So basically I take in the brands, I get the vision, and create the artwork for the packaging, okay. which is all childproof and has all the warning labels, so that we can basically sell any of the legal shops in California. 
So you also take care of the compliance on the packaging because that was a lot of when All we first met. All the compliance, yeah. which is stuff that changes every six months. So you got to be up on it. Yep. I mean, the biggest thing now is the new CA having to be on every cartridge on the yeah. outside. Yeah. So. What happens to the brands that are already out? Do they have to repackage everything now? Um, they're going to have to add stickers or else okay. they're going to have to add a childproof bag around their box. Ah, okay. And then sticker over that. But for the cartridges that are already made, people are going to have to put a CA sticker on the cartridge. So how ironic is this that California being the green state is now has all this legislation that requires all this extra packaging like what is that where do we fall on that because with my product that i want to put out i'm i'm worried about it right i want something that they can use again and again but isn't there so much packaging like when i buy weed products there's so much packaging like i said it's really about the child proofing yeah they don't want kids you can't have art that even looks like something that would be a kid would even like, like something that would be on a candy bar or a bubblegum oh. wrapper or anything that's cartoony, you can't use. Interesting. They're just really trying to keep it out of the hands of the kids. And the, the definition kids. of what that is changes quite a bit too. Right. That so every six months they send out a new paper that says these are the new rules and if you've already made it, these are the things you can do. Okay. So. So there's a whole bureaucracy that's grown up around legalization. And this right. is like one of the ways that you see it. But packaged. it's also a way too, when you see the real packaging, yeah. you know you're getting stuff that's been tested. Because the, pe the people cut the corners are the people doing the gray market. Yeah. So you'll know the difference. And so if somebody says, no, this is real, this is a real mm -hmm. stizzy box or whatever. When you mm -hmm. look at the, the warning labels and you see the child proofing, you'll see that it's not. Yeah. So what, so now let's like just open it up to all of us. What? what happens when it's not a good product because i always thought that even if it's like bad weed it's just bad weed like what's it gonna do to you but like i've smoked some pens that fucked my lungs up because well, that shit wasn't even weed stories of that recently I don't know yeah if you've, you've seen that um some of the the watchdogs that we follow they there's been some really dangerous carts that have been out there mainly in the midwest mm -hmm. you seen that yeah it's big time yeah and so the south to not, not not only do when when you look at what's in the oil, so if you, if someone's using pesticides on, on the plant, right. now we extract it, we concentrate all of those pesticides. So for, for years and years and years, that's, you know, using, what we were smoking using Vulcaners and using, uh, I mean, every, everything's so toxic. But it's mainly just toxic if you burn it. So that's why when <laughs> on edibles, it's a different different ah, thing it's not as okay. it's not as much if you if you mm -hmm. tested a grape or a strawberry it would have insane amounts of pesticides but you're not burning it you're not um, activating some of those and without getting too much into that it's um a lot of the carts that have been on the market for a long time mm -hmm. are extremely um, dangerous they're full of pesticides <laughs> yeah what about when you smoke weed that's been sprayed does it also cause like you can feel it, right? It, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when you were a kid, you'd get like some really fuzzy weed and yeah. you'd kind of get itchy, but you'd smoke and you'd get really high. Yeah. Those were the pesticides. <laughs> that wasn't... I mean, <laughs> it's, it's but I'm different. also from Harlem, so we smoke haze. No, we I smoke know. shit that's been like soaked in crack juice. No. I so we're different. <laughs> we're different. <laughs> like, right? Street, right? Yeah. 
It's disgusting. Um, it's just, it's really bad for you. Like, like with the cartridges and the oil, like he was saying, you got to look at it like this. If there's pesticide on the plant, you're taking maybe a thousand pounds of trim with pesticide on it, mm -hmm. condensing it down to a liter. Mm -hmm. And then that's going into a gram and then somebody's smoking that. So now you're seeing the commercials where if you've been exposed to Roundup and this and this and that, there's oh, right. part of that. Oh, shit. People who've been smoking nasty carts for years, oh. they can't do anything about it, but that's the effects of the people that have been exposed to same Roundup. Same shit. You're getting the same effects on the people who've been smoking pesticide weed, pesticide pens. So that's why the packaging becomes so important then. Exactly. It's like you have to know what's in there before you're vaping it into your lungs. Exactly. And you're... We pay money to be tested, right? So people are now testing bad stuff because you you pay money to fail and lose what they tested plus your money that you paid. Jeez. But a really good example of bad stuff would be when we had all the fires up north. Yeah. So all the places that were growing up there, all the ash that was in the air, all the that was going all over their plants. Oh shit. Even the so people that, that were if that wasn't tested, all that flour would have went into the market. Oh, and shit. people will be smoking ash, basically. Oh, shit. So, that's why a lot of the, they had to burn a lot of their crops. Just because it wasn't going to test. Is it, like, ignorant to ask that if you burn a lot of crops, you get high? If it's, I've like, is there weed enough. burning? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, in India, Pakistan, we burn that shit. Because it grows everywhere by the side of the road, on the highway. It grows everywhere. It's legitimately a weed. It grows everywhere. Unchecked. We hate it. Nobody smokes it. Nobody would dare. They're, like, ill. <laughs> But yeah, if, if it yeah. was, yeah, definitely. If you're close enough, and yeah, you get contact high from burning the field. Yeah, you would. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay. Now, let's move from there to, so this is what you call corporate cannabis, right? This is like the definition of what corporate can, because you guys yes. to me don't look like corporate people. I mean, I know you've had, Jason, corporate jobs before, but you also, like you're a surfer. You don't seem like a corporate guy at all. No. To me. Right? But you've worked in this industry. You worked in several corporate industries, actually. Yes. Yeah. I actually ran No Fear, a sporting clothing company, for 10 years. And then I worked as the vice president for Larry Flint at Hustler for five years. That's amazing. Every time I tell people that, they're like, they're like, so what are you doing with these guys in California? Like, what kind of like thing are you doing? I'm like, the guy worked for Larry Flint at Hustler. And they're like, this just gives me more questions. I don't. <laughs> okay. So in the world that we're living in now, this is the face of corporate cannabis. This is very interesting to me because you guys have very different backgrounds, right? And then obviously then there's me. This is like a complete like different wild card. How much of this cannabis space have you seen women be able to work their way into? Because it's been around for a few years now. I think it's, you know, fair that we be able to look at the past few years and say, where have you seen women make any sort of, like, even gotten their foot in the door from dispensary side to, like, making strains, whatever? Like, has there been anything? There's a couple that are just not as mainstream as everyone else. One of the most mainstream names that you do see associated with cannabis, mm -hmm. even though her product isn't actually a cannabis product, mm -hmm. is um, Flo, Scott Storch's fiance. Um, she does coconuts. Okay. And they're a nug, uh, chocolate candy that looks just like a, uh, weed, like a weed nug. Okay. <coughs> okay. But that she's what she works really closely with Burner. Okay. 
um, she's one of the only people that that's become more or less like a household name like burner because of that product okay there are several others who are who are very active in the cannabis industry but that's one who's more mainstream who people see readily, okay. so very high social media following stuff like that yeah and in terms of like just like on the investment side or the packaging side like do you see it do you see women getting into the space like more and more you know it, it's 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 interesting that you ask that because about a year ago we were all brainstorming okay so we're looking at our sales and we're saying what is what demographic mm-hmm. you know this is my job what demographic is people that are cut here and buying and yeah are, who's spending the money who's spending the money yeah and, and and it's women between the ages of i mean up to i would say 55 of course they are, because they're getting their period. Soccer, of course, the, until fifty-five. They call it the soccer moms, or that demographic. Yeah. That soccer mom is so. So we were thinking of some names and some and. So to I guess to answer your question on the on the corporate side, the relationships that there's a lot of women behind the scenes for sure in the shops. There's Good a lot point. of men and women behind the scenes. Um, do then they do a great. I mean, I, I know I know quite a few of them. As far as the brands. I, I can't um, I can't think of too many that are. Well, you have a brand. The Medicine Woman is yes. is in a lot of ways geared towards women, mm-hmm. right? It's medicinal. So. It has a female packaging. The dispensary mm-hmm. is very women friendly. But how many spaces like that? How many products like that have you come across? Not many at all. Right. But I don't think the women have gotten involved as much as you think. And that's ironic, considering what I just said that every three weeks. We need an anti-inflammatory, a mood stabilizer, and a painkiller. We're the ones who physically need it every three weeks. Y'all just like it. <laughs> no, it helps you. Those it helps facts. you. But facts. we need it because we go through so much pain. So it's interesting to me that there's so much money here to be made, just kind of there, right? Anyone can do it. But we have such a need for it. But in this space, we don't really exist. Right. Right. Well, too, a lot of the stuff is really, really stony. Exactly. So, and a lot of the ladies, they want to they want to smoke and they want to clean the house. They want to smoke and go to their kids' soccer games. Right. They want to do things like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the guy, when he comes into the dispensary... He wants most, to get fucked up. He, say, he <laughs> says, I want to get fucked up. Give me mm-hmm. what is the highest THC percentage. And that's mm-hmm. the best thing, too, about testing. Mm-hmm. You know exactly the power because it'll tell you what it tested at. There you go. I mean, if it's a cartridge and it's testing in 90s yeah you're gonna get fucked up you're gonna get but fucked if up then tested 60s you're just like a eh, whatever let's go to the market it's like having a scotch or a malibu pineapple at the yeah, bar exactly. <laughs> yeah one i love hits. a good malibu pineapple i'll fuck that shit up <laughs> <laughs> so what's the cannabis version of the malibu pineapple because that's what i want to do that's that's what i want my product to be i want my product to be you're you're going to the bar and you would like a drink but you don't want the scotch I think you're like that's more like a gelato or a, yeah, a purple punch. Um, and our partners that we do all the formulations with, they're um, they're the biggest and best terpene manufacturing. So terpenes are the tastes and smells. Yes, talk about it. Let's and, talk about terpenes. But they also have the they a diff, they can give you a different effect. Mm-hmm. Just the taste and smells, because I mean it, all all of it has THC in it. But why is one sativa indica? Why do you get one that gives you more indi- You know locks you more into the couch and one has more energy is it the the terpenes terpenes. so we've been doing a lot of research over the last few years with them and their chemists and um 
have a huge research and development um, arm. And so we have identified it to 264 terpene points of what does what and what combinations. So not only can we make it smell and taste a certain way, but we can do that and make sure that if you're looking for calm, that you, yeah. it will be calming. If you're looking for energy, it will be that. Any, anything that you've come across that makes you a bit more psychic because I want to do a pre-roll called reading where it's just four little blue joints and you can smoke a joint before you do a tarot reading. We can do a blue dream hybrid. What would, anything that makes you psychic? Like, do you get into stuff like that <clears throat> with terpenes? Do you know what makes you like you, open up you more? Would more, it would be more like sativa, more of a head high thing. Mm -hmm. Because in that way, like, from what I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not. People mm -hmm. say it opens your third eye, stuff like that. Okay. Sativa makes you feel like you're leaving your body exactly. type of shit. Exactly. So, okay. if anything, with that, like for something that you'd want to do, we'd go like a blue dream and try to see if we could either enhance the. Uh, terping profile mm -hmm. so that way you can have the initial blue dream effects and then we enhance a little bit with another flavor. Could you make it more sleepy? Could right. you make it more exactly. awake? Is that yeah. what you can Absolutely. do with terping? Exactly. Absolutely. Okay. Each one of them has so all the guys problem. that work there at the place we're going to test the terps mm -hmm. they're all scientists. Right. That's what they do. These are right. all just a bunch of scientists in a room and that's yeah. all they do is mix things and try different things and oh this tastes like fruity pebbles. Yeah. Oh shoot. Oh, let's make one that tastes like a Snickers bar. And then it, it has this effect exactly. or that effect. Right. Yeah. And is the effect something they plan or is that just like a happy accident? You're like, oh shit. At this point you could plan it because they've done the research. At the beginning it was, what is it? You know? so, so now you're just mixing. Now you're just mixing. What are we, what are we trying to accomplish here? What the taste? And then we're just going to, okay, we want a calm one and we want it to, to taste like a lemonade and strawberry mixture right, right okay so then we, we'll make five different ones of that uh-huh and we'll have you test it and what one, what one you like or you think everyone else will like we'll mm -hmm. go with that so we're going to be able to give you options on each each one and that's what we're really excited about so the personalization aspect now in cannabis is what it comes down to like so i'll just give you my experience i walk into a dispensary and it's like walking into a gun shop <laughs> <laughs> Except yours. Yours is amazing. Yours is like walking into a department store. I haven't been in a gun shop in a while, so explain. Uh, I watch a lot of Ozark, uh, so I haven't been in a gun shop either, but I'm obsessed with Jason Bateman, so I watch great a lot show, of Ozark. And, oh my God. And they're always in gun shops. So it, what I mean is like you walk in and it's a bunch of dudes, and then there's a bunch of like real dude products. Right. You know, and there's a bunch Got of guys it. selling you the really guy products, and they're like, would you like to get fucked up on this or would you like to get fucked <laughs> right. up on this? And I'm like, I gotta drive for an hour. I need to eat something. I need to call my kid. I don't wanna get fucked up on this. Is there a smaller version? Is there a prettier version? Is there a, and there was nothing. So for me, I'm walking into a space now where I feel like there's so much money, there's so much opportunity and half the customers are women. Right. But we are walking into spaces where we're just kind of, I'm just sliding through, sorry, I'll get out of your way. Oh, like even when we know what we're talking about, we forget when we go there because they treat us like we don't know. Like I've been a stoner all my life. You don't have to tell me what's, you know what I mean? Like right. oh, you should get this or this. No, I know what I want. But they're all still gonna treat you like you're a dumb chick because you're walking into a gun shop. That's what I mean. You know, it, it wouldn't matter how I was dressed or what I said. If I went into a gun store, the guy would be like, I'll tell you what you need. Right. 
because he's a gun store. That's how it is when you go to a dispensary. So I'm just trying to like find a space in there. Like what if I'm a girl on my period and I just really am in a lot of pain and I'm moody as fuck. I want to smoke something, but I got to go see my boyfriend's parents. I'm not going to smoke this gigantic joint and pay $50 for it and put it in my pocket, but all the other pre-rolls make my head hurt because they're trash weed. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. girls have problems because girls have jobs, but girls also like to get stoned. Right. <laughs> so, like, I keep having this conversation since I left you guys the last time I was here. I keep having this conversation with women, and they're like, please, God, make me something that looks like an eyeshadow. Make me something I can put in my purse that looks like an eyeshadow. Right. Make it gold, make it shiny, put a little pre-roll in there, and just give it to me. I'll pay anything you want. Wow, I wonder if we could do that, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're doing for me! Oh yeah, we have all that. That's already, what you're doing for me. Already, already <laughs> I, would so. think, I would think for a lot of the women, it's more of a sativa or a hybrid. Then, I mean, it's, and it depends. They, like we depending said, on we the time of the month, we can exactly. make them different Maybe sizes too. We've we've made ones that you call dog walkers. That's a joint where you're just going to take the dog for a walk. Exactly. It's a few hits. It's That's a, exactly you, what you I need. Yeah. Full gram joints yeah. all the no. time. You don't but need to smoke did. a whole joint to do a tarot reading. Maybe you got a client coming in, you want to do a reading. Maybe you're making a video. Maybe you're doing some. Maybe you're about to take a bunch of selfies because you're an influencer on Instagram. You don't want to smoke a whole joint, but you want like six hits off something real nice. It would be nice if yeah. it was lemonadey. So, <laughs> so you're probably in like a half gram, a half gram joint. Yeah. Right. Where a lot of people now do one gram, one point six. Right. Uh, right. So be, my, my point is that it's like a cake and there's so much of it that everyone's eating and everyone's fine and there's just this huge piece that no one's even looking at and it's just sitting there. And I'm kind of like, here, can I have this? And everyone's just kind of like, yeah, take it if you want it. Yeah. Like I asked the guys in the dispensary, I was like, just point me towards the female product in this store. And the guy turned and looked at the pink box and he said, please don't even ask me to take it down. It smells like shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, dude. <laughs> I believe you. And I was like, is there a baseball in there? And he was yeah, it says love. The like, look on his face, he was so fucking mad. It was disgusting. He hated having it in the store. But imagine if that same guy could pull up on like a, like a violet colored gold tin with like four lavender joints in it and be like, yeah, this is a female right. product. This one's called reading. This one's called period. This one's called whatever. Yep. Hoes would not be as mad as they are right now. They would love it. <laughs> well, I think the hoes will love it. And by that, I mean me. I mean me also. I think that's why a lot of the women buy the edibles is because there isn't. Yeah. That's right. Same thing there's really nothing in, in the dispensary that's for them other that's than right. the edibles. That's a really good point, and you can kind of dose yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the cartridges. The cartridges usually seem less heavy mm -hmm. as actual flower from medicine from a lot of the patients. Yep. And then that is where you can add all those different kind of flavors, like with Chris was saying with the terpene yeah. and stuff like that. Then you can really, really go nuts with flavor profiles. Yeah. Lavender, strawberry. Like yeah. Full yeah. on fruit punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the full deal of how you do And pens are so important. Like, I feel like anyone who's a stoner needs to have a pen on them, like, all the time. I, every stoner I know always has a pen on them, even if they like smoking it or not. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I legitimately was like, should I be late for this meeting and just swing by and buy a pen? And I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. Priorities. <laughs> well, too, when you go out at nighttime, 
maybe you're not thinking you're gonna smoke before, but mm -hmm. then as soon as you get out and you start having fun and it goes from dinner to drinks, then you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna hit my pen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so just a thing. It's become you're, you're like not a mainstay. Fire up a joint. Yeah, and that's the that's the main thing I, that I've seen that um, they increase it for for women buyers in particular, or vape pens for sure. Of course, but there aren't too many brands. There's a couple that that um, we do a lot of business with that are gearing that way with just not not messaging but maybe the look and feel of the pen itself maybe you've got it's a couple that are beautiful yeah yeah mm. so there people are doing going that direction a, a, a little bit but I, I don't think to the same degree that that you've been talking about mm -hmm. I think a that's what really intrigued us yeah um, working with you not only because who you are and your message but um, but the uh, taking it two steps further than anyone else has I, I just see every woman who I know who has anxiety and the pen, having a pen has changed their life. I hear ladies say that all the time at the dispensary. Legitimately, like yes, every single woman I know. I just need something to calm myself down, yep. come home from work, the yep. kids are going crazy, and I just want something to bring me down, but I can't be super high either. And I can't I still be smoking a fucking joint out the fucking right. window. Right. Like, what am I doing right yeah. now? CPS is at your door. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ma'am, is that a blood rolled in Keith in there? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's changed their life. And they're and they're very vocal about it. That's the first thing they say. Because the bud tenders are usually trained to get the person the right product just yeah. because we want them to come back. Yeah. So somebody yeah. says they need that, you're not gonna give them the hardest indica and right. then they get super stoned and then they're like, Oh shoot. I hate that place. They yeah. don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and, and, and there is such a big variance. We talk about women, but there, there's some that come in and say, give me the heaviest stuff yeah. that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get to know them. And say, okay, this and this. But they, they, so there is that, that side yeah. of it too. But for the most part, they want something discreet and... Um, pretty. Pretty. <laughs> and formulated for them. Their, their chemistry and... That's why we're interested to kind of dig deeper with you. For mm -hmm. I'm so excited. It's just nice to meet you in general because you're like this legend. Everyone's like, oh, and then you're going to meet Chris, and then you're going to meet Chris. And I'm like, what's going to happen when I meet Chris? Are you disappointed? I hope no, the legend wasn't way better. Not at all. Yeah, man, this is amazing because what you're talking about, like the stuff that Jason just said about people, you know, women and their lives changing, like, you guys all know, you've been in relationships with women. Yeah. Women don't yeah. say shit like that, bro, unless My they need it. more weed than Snoop. Indica. You yeah, notice, you notice bitches can smoke more weed than men? Oh. Every dealer, I, a lot of my friends are dealers. I don't really make friends with other people. I don't know why, but every dealer I've ever met, I get along with. Um, so they always tell me about their girlfriends and they're like, yo, my girlfriend smokes more weed than any dude I know. Because when women have anxiety, they can't, it's so hard to get rid of when it's like. Well, I think for women too, there is a market for the heavy stuff too. Because mm -hmm. a lot of babies are divorced mm -hmm. and they're on a budget. So they want them the more bang for their buck basically yep. so that's a lot of times people say that like i just need something really hard because i want to hit it once yeah i don't want to be smoking up. it five times because then i got to come back and buy another one yeah yeah those so are two like one's like a two. luxury product and one's like a, everybody needs to get fucked up <laughs> exactly yeah so when they come in oh you got a ladies version but you know i, I really am on a tight budget i can only yeah. buy one pen a week so yeah I'm gonna need something harder because I know if I get that light one, yeah. I'm gonna hit it Thank you. five yeah. to ten times a day and I'm gonna be here three days later. Yep. And then I can't pay my rent. 
I had, yeah, I had the good fortune of having like six cartridges on me recently. And I was able to go like two months without never having that dread that I was about to run out. And my personality changed. For two months, I was able to smoke. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to kick you. For two months, I was able to smoke whenever I needed to without hindrance or fear because it looked like a pen, like it looked mm -hmm. like a jewel. And in those two months, my personality changed because for two months straight, I wasn't stressed at all, ever. And everything changed. Like, so when women say that to me, like, no, this thing changed my life. Like, Carolina, she was like, the pen has changed my life. Like, I'm not the same person. Like, we're, like, immigrant kids with immigrant parents that got beat the shit out of. We got issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, we have issues. And, and, and here we are, women in this world, making it in a man's world in a lot of ways. But this thing, it just discreetly goes away in your pocket. Nobody thinks you're a drug addict. Nobody thinks... You know what I mean? There used to be so much stigma. Yeah. Right. Like, friends. mommy could have a drink at 4 p.m., no problem. Right. But she better not fucking smoke a blunt. <laughs> exactly. And a mom on a martini is terrifying to me compared to a woman who smoked a blunt. But, but, but that's the world we were in. Exactly. And the, you'll see, too, the older people. Mm -hmm. you wouldn't, if you stand in a dispensary for half of a day and see the age, a lot of the older people, that's, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. They're sitting there. They're retired. They want to just relax in front of the TV, yeah. and they have their pen. Yeah, I mean they'll hit their pen and anti-inflammatory. They're feeling good. Why deprive people who are sitting around in pain anyway? Of course, people get hooked on opiates. If they're sitting around in pain and there's nothing else to do, and the best thing that's going to work for you is illegal, yeah, yeah, it makes sense that you would take the legal shit. Yeah, wow. So, so, so now what you guys are talking about is really pharmacological. Like, if you start talking about what the different terpenes do and what they're capable of, I mean, look 10 years down the road. I'm sure you already have, but yeah. you're talking about pharmacy-level shit where people can come in and say, hey, I've got, you know, type 2 diabetes or I've got hep C or I've got this. And you can say, oh, well, we have a blend exactly, exactly for exactly. that. I have insomnia. I can't sleep. Yeah. What, what can you Lupus. Women who have lupus yeah. smoke weed all the fucking time. Yeah, and it's not only the terpenes, but it's also the other cannabinoids in the plant. CBC, CBN, THC, A, all, the all these things. Yeah, all the dip, there's <coughs> hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. So as, as the plant's being bred and research is being done, mainly in Israel right now, hopefully it opens up more here. Mm -hmm. They're able to not, we've always heard about extracting and getting CBD concentrate and yeah. THC concentrate. But there's a lot of research with some being done by some people we're pretty close with um, on the other cannabinoids mm -hmm. that are they range from weight loss some are really good for weight loss to like anxiety mm -hmm. it's like people with extreme um, even like psychotic issues mm -hmm. PTSD yeah and PTSD I've smoked too. strains that make you not want to eat I've definitely smoked strains where I didn't eat for a week <laughs> I was just yeah uh, you're like I'm stuck I'm stuck. I don't need to eat. Yeah. Okay. That makes no, sense. No, but yeah, you can. Uh, I've I've done the opposite. I've smoked ones and then ate everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. And there's a market for both. And the, I have a lot of people. You ate all the kids' yeah. cereal last night. <laughs> milk. Okay. So where where do you guys see this going? Just from your different perspectives, let's look five years down the line from now. What does this market look like? 
because it's changing so fast and there is so much money involved and so much tech and research which is what you guys are you know really like making obvious to me right now is that it's all in the research what does it look like five years from now well it's really going to squash the the gray and the black market what's the gray market um it, it's kind of it is the black market it's a nice way of it's saying a bunch the black of people <laughs> saying that they have and they have an actual storefront Mm -hmm. basically people with the storefront okay so but those are the stores that get shut down because when they go to see the paperwork (coughs) Ah. they really don't have their drop shops i didn't know that existed i think i've been in some of those gun shops yeah those were the those were the more or less like trap shops oh they get shut down all the time because i said i was like i'll like shout you out and they were like no Mm -hmm. don't and i was like oh weird people people (laughs) call them a cash grab Okay. Because the person opens up trying to grab a bunch of cash yeah. and they're out of there. Uh-huh. So I think That'll the be more cool. and more money that's created for the states, yeah. they're gonna that's gonna make them close down more and more of those places because they don't get a penny from that store. Yeah. So every time they open up a new store, that's more money to the state. Mm-hmm. So hella regulated. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. I I feel it's gonna be similar to Nevada's laws of how, where it goes with the packaging, uh, how it's able to be marketed, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's very, very, very strict. Yeah. But at the same time... It'll be everywhere. The, yeah, it'll be everywhere and some of the best product that there is, period. Yeah. Because instead of people worrying about, oh, we can't... You can actually you work can actually on work. the... Like you said, yeah. you can do all the research. You can see what the best bomb of sweet is. You of can course. mix two bomb weeds together and make a bomb of weed. Like the funding you're talking about in Israel, they have funding to study it, so they can study it. And and that's that's kind of another thing. I was the thing that we're all worried about is kind of what you're hearing with the the GW pharmaceuticals and CBD, how they they are trying to, and I think they actually did patent the process for making isolate CBD isolate. How is that fair? That's not fair. So, and I think they went after it as a process, um, the process of getting to that. Um, was how they approached it and I hope I'm not saying that wrong but what the thing that concerns us the most is that we need to get as many people as we can behind we're all in this because we believe in it yeah I think most people mm-hmm. I may say that some are businessmen doing a cash grab mm-hmm. to use Jason's term but um, we usually have experiences with either ourselves or people close to us that have made us believe in this mm-hmm. the cannabis um, the plant itself and we we need to get as many people to support the legal shops right now yeah to make sure that we have such a huge support um, for our industry that the the pharmaceutical companies can't come I was That's reading a really some, good point. I was reading something yesterday last year the the top seven in, in just the United States the top seven pharmaceutical companies profited 91 on cannabis? Billion. No. Oh, just that's billion. their profit. And so they'll, take they have, they'll take it. They'll take all of it. that lobby. Yeah. So that lobby will will worm its way into of course. all of our legislation in California and other states. They that, made 91 like billion saying, in profit in pills in last pills year. pills that are killing people. And so they'll take that and they're not, they're not trying to keep their earnings the same. No, they're trying to, they're trying to go up. Yeah. So... They have a. They actually have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders. They're all public. Mm-hmm. Most of them are public. 
I think these these ones. And this probably, market's a sitting duck for. It's a sitting duck for yeah. big money. That's undeniable to come in. That, that that's scary. Inform, it's really scary. So we, it's. I think I think the cat's out of the bag already though on this. You can't really pull too much. You're allowed to grow it in your backyard. Great. If people want to grow it in their backyard and get the medical benefits. But patenting awesome. patenting the. Procedure is scary. For extracts and then medicine, how far will that go? What yeah. if they find out that THCA mixed with C, CBC at this concentration yeah. cures cancer? Right. Then what? Yes. Then what? Then what? So. That's where it's going, huh? That's oh, where it's I going. I love this. So it's it's really just um, we all believe in it. I think um, and the demographics too is so funny because my grandma, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love her to death. My grandma, grandpa live out in Vegas and. They are Fox News watching. I mean, my grandma watches Fox News all day, and I'm, I'm like more middle of the road, but I'm a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could tell me that because I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a Scorpio, <laughs> and Jason's that. a Gemini. So it's a Capricorn, a Scorpio, and two Geminis talking. So, uh, but she's so conservative, obviously, mm-hmm. but she's getting older and having pain issues, and she voted no when she was in California on on the legislation to make it legal now she's asking me what now she needs it it's it's uh, slowly infiltrating even into that generation and i think you were talking about that earlier the people that come into the shop are not only different mixes of like uh like, like ethnicities race, ethnicities yeah. but age yeah personalities we get some characters in there, yeah so. tax so brackets fun. everything it's everything. the funnest thing i've ever done yeah for sure <laughs> Your dispensary especially is a very fun environment. I really liked being there. We really enjoyed being there. Thank you. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of thought went into everything um, to, to make the experience like consistent, like we're talking about with your packaging. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that's important. Mm-hmm. So spend a little bit more and, and be thoughtful. Yeah. Like mindful of what, what the flow is like, where the products are sitting, what the shelves look like. How it hits you is. when you come in. You know, like. Well, I think having the music play mm-hmm. is a big deal. Like when I ran retail stores, I always had good music playing because when somebody came in there, they get into like they're kind of rock. We see people like dancing. They're like rocking out and they're looking at yep. all the flower, and that's oh, they just heard this Drake song they like or yep. something. And then they're they're not so quick to get out of there. They might stay and get some flower and then go get a pen. Mm-hmm. So they're having fun. Of course. So you go into a place and you hear crickets chirping in the corner and yeah. they're like. <laughs> Yeah, you want some shells with that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it's scientifically proven that if you hand someone a warm cup of coffee or tea before you ask them for something, the chances of them saying yes go up by 70%. Oh, wow. Because when we have something warm in our hands, we feel comforted, we feel warm, we feel good. And then, which is why uh, usually older women always offer you tea. Because anything you're going through, you're going to calm down before you talk about it. If you have a warm cup of tea in your hand, you don't even need to drink it. Just having the teacup in your hand changes your entire mood. That's me with a cold beer. Exactly. There you go. (laughs) And do you know why? Because the beer is full of things that will go into your body and create estrogen. And because you don't have estrogen, because you're a man, when the beer produces the estrogen you relax because that's what estrogen does is it relaxes your muscles that's why men love to drink beer 
because it actually relaxes you. My wife is the opposite. We'll go out to dinner or go out to even uh, a place like this, like where you can get some drinks, and uh, she'll be, hey, is, uh, do you guys have coffee? Do you have tea? <laughs> she orders that warm, at 11 o'clock on a Friday night, she'll yeah. order a warm tea. Yeah. Or a coffee. Yeah. We make fun of her jokingly. <laughs> Probably keeps her in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. Already just yeah. having that warm thing in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this was really good. I feel really good about this. Yeah. 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 I'm so excited Great. on so many levels for what you're doing collectively, but just also to get to know you individually. It's like, this is fun. And I'm excited about everything that we're moving ahead with as well, just because like we talked about, it's a niche, but it's a huge niche. It's half the market. I don't know how it's a niche, but it's half the market, right? So, yeah, God willing, it all goes well. It was really nice to talk to you guys. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So now we're off to go try some flavors. And... <laughs> <laughs> Can we please stop at like Chick-fil-A or something? Because I'm going to pass out of that. Thank you so much. You guys, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you next week. It's your girl, DJ Nark.